Welcome to the sermon podcast of Midway Christian Church. We're a Disciples of Christ congregation located in Midway, Kentucky. You're always welcome to join us in person or follow us on Facebook or YouTube. Our scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter, verses 1 through 14. You can find it in your pew Bibles and read along with me, or if you would like to look on the screen as well. I'll be reading the Common English Version. Don't be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. My Father's house has room to spare. If that weren't the case, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When I go to prepare a place for you, I will return and take you to be with me, so that where I am, you will be too. You know the way to the place I am going. Thomas asked, Lord, we don't know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you have really known me, you will also know the Father. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. That will be enough for us. Jesus replied, don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been with you all this time? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I have spoken to you, I don't speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me does his work. Trust, in, trust me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the account of the works themselves. I assure you that whoever believes in me will do the works that I do. They will do even greater works than these because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in, for in my name so that the Father can be glorified in the Son. When you ask me for anything in my name, I will do it. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Don't let your hearts be troubled. This is how our scripture begins, and it's the section, as I said, it's part of that farewell discourse that Jesus gives to disciples. And it's over, Jesus is trying to prepare them to expect of what will happen over the next few days. They tells, and Jesus knows that he will be killed. He will be tried and killed and crucified. That one disciples will betray him, that others will deny him. Jesus knows that in this moment, he needs to offer comfort. He needs to offer hope for his disciples. Again, like I said last week, I am grateful that the disciples give us stories such as these. These stories that fall in that post-Easter, at least in our terms, that we look at them in that post-Easter time. It is a reminder that our hope and comfort is grounded in the promises of a God who loved us so much that God gave God's only Son so that we might live. I appreciate that the gospel writers gave these stories to us, the reminder of the promises that we can turn to when we are overwhelmed with grief, when we are overwhelmed with uncertainty. 
the promises that Jesus gave his disciples are the same ones that we cling to today. They are the promises which renew us, which lift us up on eagle's wings. It is these promises that Jesus gave his disciples in that time are the same promises that we cling to that help us not to become so weary when the world overwhelms us. The beauty of this text is that it doesn't happen when Jesus is surrounded by a large crowd. We know those stories where Jesus is feeding the 500 or there's a multitude around. This time, Jesus is just with his disciples. It's a personal moment, an intimate moment. It is a moment that is between teacher and students, masters and followers. This is a moment between beloved friends. This moment is not forced. It's not formal. Jesus doesn't turn to John and say, I need you to get out your Blackberry that's showing my age or to get out your iPad and make sure you get all down the details. Jesus turns to his disciples and he sees the uncertainty in their faces and he offers them comfort. Jesus shares stories with them. Jesus encourages them. Jesus promises his disciples that no matter what, they will be together again. It is this moment the disciples turn to over and over again as they reflect on their journey of Jesus. As their journey takes them out of Jerusalem, that takes them out into the world to spread and to share that good news. It is this moment on, with Jesus and disciples that they look back on and they remember as they continue to become the people that God has called them to be, that God created them to be, it is this moment that they turn to when they begin to lose hope. It is this moment that the disciples turn to when it becomes all too much, because when the disciples look back onto this personal, private moment, this moment that they had with their teacher, with their beloved friend, they will remember. They will remember Jesus' last words to them. They will allow that powerful tool of memory to shape them, to form them, to encourage them, to strengthen them. When the disciples look back on this moment, they will now see. They will see with the eyes of faith and they will know. That despite what the narrative that this world may be telling and sharing with them, they will know that the light of God will never, ever fade away. Because you see this moment, this moment is a pivotal moment for the disciples. It is that moment when they look back and they could see and remember who they were and can see who that they are becoming. They realize that the resurrection changed them and as it changed us as people of faith. The words of comfort offered to the disciples who are offered to us as disciples of Christ here and now. These words that Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled, but trust in me. These words remind us that no matter what, no matter if the thunder booms and the lightning cracks, no matter if it is stormy on a Sunday morning, that this world will not have the last word. 
that a new chapter in our lives is beginning and we will know always we are not alone on this journey of faith. As ones who believe in Jesus, we are invited to abide in him, to soak ourselves in Jesus's presence, to ground ourselves in the promises of God, to ground ourselves in the promises of God's love, to root ourselves in God's grace, to sustain ourselves through the promises of comfort and peace given to our God by our God to us who loves us so much that God gave God's only son so that we might live. Or let me say it this way. With everything going on in our world, from news of shooting happening in Lexington and loss of life in Versailles, from everything that is going on in our world that seems like everything is turning upside down, there are so many of us, myself included, that wonders, how do we have the strength to carry on? How do we continue to journey? How do we continue to have faith? How do we continue to hold on to the promises when the world is filled with so much darkness and hurt? Again, I will say, I don't pretend to have all the answers. I continue to live and grow in my faith just as much as all of us do together. I will fully admit that there have been moments over the last few months, over the last few weeks, in which I have felt the darkness deep in my heart, deep in my soul. And I will not even try to say that coming out of that darkness has been easy or quick, because on a day like today, it is so easy to slip back into that darkness and wonder where the light is that surrounds us. But on days like this, when the darkness is physically out there and sometimes spiritually in our hearts and souls, this is when I turn to these words of comfort and peace and grace given to Jesus that Jesus gave to his disciples. Reminders of hope reminding me, reminding all of us time and time again that no matter what is going on in the world, God is guiding us. God's word is guiding us, lighting our way, making us, helping us find our way, reminding us that we are not alone, that we are strengthened through the love and grace of God, that we are renewed and restored by the promises of God. What I know is that as we continue this journey, regardless of the obstacles, regardless of our fears, regardless of the uncertainties, regardless of the darkness that may be weighing heavy on our hearts right now, we know, we know time and time again that we can trust in God's compassion. We can trust in God's peace. We can trust in God's grace, we can trust in God's love, that we can hold onto the promises that there is a place for us at God's table, that we are seen, that we are embraced, that we have been named and claimed as God's beloved, and we don't have to hold so tightly to these gifts, but we can share the gifts with others. We can share God's compassion. We can share God's love. Because it's not a pie that if we give some away that it's less for us. 
Honestly, what works happen is we give away and there's more to share. There's more to give. We're awakened to new life around us. Today, some 2,000 years later, these words of comfort that Jesus offered to his disciples on that night are the same ones that hold power for us here and now. Those words of comfort and mercy that Jesus gave to his disciples, they still hold mercy for us. They still hold grace for us. They have not lost their ability to strengthen us as Jesus' disciples as we continue to make our way during these uncertain times when the world is so full of confusion, so full of hurt, so full of brokenness. As people of faith, we hold on to these words and we need to hear them again and again and again and again. We need their comfort. We need their hope. We need their ability to inspire us, to encourage us. So as we cling to these promises as a reminder that the God's kingdom will come here on earth just as promised, we cling to these words of do not let your hearts be troubled because we know that no matter what, brokenness and hurt and hate will not have the last word in this world. Today, as Jesus' disciples, some 2,000 years later, we are given these words of comfort to strengthen us, to energize us, to continue to challenge us, to become the people that God created us to be, that God, the world needs us to be. People of hope, people of grace, people of love. We hear again these words, a call to not let our hearts be troubled as a reminder today and all days that God is with us, that we can have the strength and the courage to step out in faith, to let go of our fears, to embrace the new life that is happening all around us, to go out into the world and share the compassion of God with others. We are given these words again today to root ourselves in God's promises, to understand the way, the truth, and the life so that we can become Jesus' disciples here and now for all of God's people. May it be so. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this sermon podcast of the Midway Christian Church. If you'd like to learn more about our congregation, please go to our website at midwaychristian.org.